Welcome to the 21st Century K Podcast. I'm Hannah. I teach elementary school and I help other teachers bridge the gap between traditional elementary and 21st century expectations. Last week, I shared about how I'm making a pivot in my teacher side hustle business. And so it seemed like a great time to close out the year 2023 with a reflection on how my teaching career got started, my teaching business got started, where things are headed, and then for the new year 2024, what are my goals and how does that affect you? Thanks so much for joining. Last week, I shared about how I had just taken a week off from all things business social media in order to reflect and gain some clarity about where I wanted to go with my own teacher side hustle business in the year 2024. And it helped me realize some things. I was super proud that I had jumped back into my business Uh, more seriously uh, since taking a few years off to lick my wounds post-pandemic, my teacher wounds. Um, I was proud of that. And I was also proud of my consistency because I've worked really hard to post every day. and, And I realized during that week off that I really missed it and that I enjoyed some of the social media aspects of my business, which is a really, a real area of growth of growth for me because I fought imposter syndrome for so long and let it cripple me and keep me from pushing forward with my goals. So it was a great positive time of reflection, but I also realized that it might be time to pivot and that I was really muddying the waters for my target audience. You see, when you decide to have a social media presence or build an online business, or even a brick and mortar or hard good business, the main thing or the first thing that you need to do is decide who you're talking to. Literally and figuratively in my case, who is your target audience? Who is going to benefit from what you have to offer and how can you help them? And when I took the time to really think about that, I recognized that I was speaking to two different groups of people through some of the same platforms. And not only was my Instagram algorithm a horrid mess, (laughs) but my messaging was mixed. And so I wanted to branch out and pivot in my business and go from sharing just resources with teachers to sharing with teachers how they can create their own resources or how they can start or continue to build their own teacher side hustle business through the use of digital marketing. And that's where I went ahead. But I've spent way too many years building the business I have, which is creating resources that marry old school practices with new school technology and expectations for our youngest students and sharing those resources with lower primary students because I still believe in them. My husband still uses them in his own kindergarten curriculum and I want to keep selling them because the great part about selling digital resources is that it's passive income. Once you create it and post it, You don't have to do a whole lot to maintain it. You can continue to market it. You can continue to share it, update it, but the bulk of the work is done. And so every time you sell it, it's just 
pure profit. And I don't want to give up that side of things. So the beauty of online business and the beauty of selling digital goods is that you can create multiple streams of passive income. So I want to keep what I have, but also layer in some more resources and products that are going to help teachers in other ways. And so I realized that I needed to narrow my focus to my my target audience and use my platforms to talk to different groups of people. And that's why I created a secondary Instagram account called Hannah Stark 21st. And that's where I'm helping teachers bridge the gap between their traditional teaching career and all the 21st century business opportunities that are out there for teachers today. The sky is really the limit. But before I dive into all of that and set my new goals for 2024, I wanted to continue on this vein of reflection and thinking about this pivot and share with you my story of how I became a teacherpreneur. And I think that it's super important to to know where you came from in order to know where you're headed. But I think it's also helpful when you're speaking to an audience or changing audiences or building an audience that you share your story. And my story is not one that's going to make Forbes headlines, (laughs) but it's super relatable because my story is probably more similar to the majority of teachers who sell teaching resources online. About 13 to 15 years ago, I found the website Teachers Pay Teachers. I was a reading and math interventionist at the time and was working with some second and third grade students, and I was unfamiliar with their content, having only been a K-1 teacher. And so I took to the internet to try to find some teaching resources that I could use for a small reading group, and I stumbled upon the Teachers Pay Teachers website. I was enamored with the concept. I thought it was genius. And as soon as I downloaded or or purchased my first uh, resource, I made my account a seller account because I knew that at some point I was going to come back to this uh, because I already enjoyed creating printable worksheets for my students. And I knew that I might like to share on that site. Uh, But it was a few years before I actually posted my first resource and started my Teachers Pay Teachers business. It's called 21st Century K, and it's about bringing kindergarten into the 21st century while also staying true to those kind of old school tried and true methods that we used when I was in school. Because We were successful then, and there are some things that will always work because a five-year-old is a five-year-old, regardless of of the decade. However, times have changed. Teaching resources have changed. Technology is a huge part of the way that we teach today and the way that we engage our students. And so I wanted to build a brand and build resources for teachers and give advice to teachers to merge those two as I was learning to do the same thing in my classroom. And the one of the first resources that I bought for my kindergarten classroom was a digital calendar um, set of slides for my smart board because I was 
trying to keep using calendar time that I love so much, but also make it engaging for my students. Uh, And I share all about that in a previous episode about calendar time. If you're interested, you can go back and listen to that one. But I found a calendar made for SmartBoard for the month of November. I purchased it. I used it. It was awesome. I went back to buy December and the creator hadn't made any more. That's where she stopped. And so I started creating them for myself. And then about a year later, started posting them. And so after creating my teacher seller account, I did not make a sale for about three years. And it was okay, because at the time, there were not all of these um, courses and supports that you could go out and find online, um, like people like Casey Morris offer now and, and lots of other teacherpreneurs. There were some bloggers and there were some um, teachers who had some courses and some audio lessons that you could listen to. Podcasts were not a big thing then. And so I dabbled around finding some things and just sort of posting and hoping on a wing and a prayer. And after those first couple of years, in June of 2005, I think, or maybe in 2006, I made my first sale. I made $4.20 in June that year. In July, I made $0. And in August, I made 55 And it doesn't sound like much, but that's all it took to ignite the spark for selling resources online because I was $55 richer than I had been the month before. And in that day and time, that paid my cable bill <laughs> or my portion of my phone bill. My, how times have changed. (laughs) But it was easy. I was creating things that I loved, and I posted them, and somebody else used them. And it was a great feeling to know that I had designed something that other people found valuable enough to pay me. And so I really began to seek new learning, to find ways to get ahead, to make creative covers and to make more resources and branch out and start a blog and, and all of that stuff. And I worked for several years, six, seven, eight years, slowly but surely earning more and more every month. But I am not a million dollar earner. In fact, I have not ever matched my teaching salary in a month. I've come very close. Uh, I have not doubled my yearly salary as a teacher, and I have not been able to leave the classroom for my Teachers Pay Teachers business. And I feel like most of the stories we hear are the stories of people who do those things. And while I do not want to take away from them because I am in awe and inspired by them and hope maybe one day that could still be me, the reality is most teachers who sell resources on Teachers Pay Teachers or or any other site are not going to make the cover of Forbes magazine. It's such a big market. It's so saturated and It's very difficult to earn big, big money. But I keep thinking back to that first double-digit month when I had $50 to transfer to my bank account that I did not have before. And I think about the months that that I've hit thousands of dollars and been able to take my family on vacation 
and pay for the whole thing. And I think about those days when my phone would buzz with cha-chings over and over as I hit multi-hundred dollar days. They're not the big headline stories that you hear about, but it's enough. When you set your sights on sharing with other teachers and on learning and growing yourself as an entrepreneur, as a teacher, as a resource creator, you're going to grow and reap so many benefits. And the money is extra. And if you go into it thinking that, then you can use it as extra. There were some years through the pandemic where I did very well, and we came to rely on that part of my, of our, uh, for our family budget. But since then, it's kind of tailed off and just now starting to pick up. And the truth of the matter is, and the part of my story that I want to share with you is that everything I do and everything I've done has still been worth it. It's made me a better teacher. It's made me more intentional and thoughtful about the things that I create for my classroom and that I have my students do. It has improved my students' performance on assessments and in the classroom. It has really changed my own classroom, trying to work on good resources that I can share with other teachers. And if you have a knack for it or a desire or a love to learn, you can do the same thing. And no, you may not become a millionaire in the next year, but I bet you could have a little extra money in your pocket for extra Starbucks. Maybe it'll cover your cable bill or your cell phone bill or your student loans. Or maybe you can take your family on vacation one month or one year. Regardless, when I look back at my journey on Teachers Pay Teachers, I look back with satisfaction on my successes. And I really and truly want to be able to pay that forward so that more teachers can do like I have done. And maybe you're where I was when I very first started and I couldn't afford big courses and I couldn't afford a personal coach. And I was just searching for every little grain of education that I could find. If so, you can still find it out there. It's so overwhelming to me to look at this perfect world that some teachers have been able to create. I want to be like that and I want to achieve that, but I hold myself back sometimes and have a hard time believing it's possible. So I found that working in little small steps and setting small attainable goals and celebrating every $4.20 sale, I can find satisfaction, success, and happiness in the little bits that I'm doing. And any teacher can do that too. Next week, I'll talk more about my business and how I added on beyond Teachers Pay Teachers and my plans for what's coming next. Thanks for listening.